1: Roger to
0: Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better so than you at? Your, your opinion. I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better friends, than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. Is on me, gon' back it up. No matter what. Told ya I'ma do me, why you hating on me? It's not adding up. I do roll like a Mack truck, country heart. I'm a copper farm and gon' set up. Like Scars, I was cold hearted, what now what I'm backed up. Coffee. Keep me real, I do this once a month, I don't rap much. I just take the messy. money and gon' stack up. I wanna like buy that. a car, hardcore and get tatted up. All that other bull, it don't matter, it don't matter much. much. You only climb me, I put the ladders up.
1: No fault, I done doubled up on the workload. I
0: think I fell in love with the bank,
1: bro. Pray up, give money, then we lay low. Then we lay- Yes, guys, I'm Sy. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs and football. We're live, 45 minutes, talking all things football. The beautiful game, there's lots to discuss, as always. Uh, I'm joined by uh, the man himself, ex-Salford City, ex fc United, Aberystwyth Town, Bangor City. I can't remember the other one. Roy- was it Royston? Royston who else Ro-
0: come
1: on royston who's that no i went royston i don't i'm trying to think of the teams who else is there come on i missed a couple well, I remember
0: there where i told you about where, was it, uh, kids grove for six months with Carl robinson
1: there you are kids grove yeah. Yeah.
0: Legendary.
1: legendary
0: six months didn't that for now that's not for me up here
1: <laughs> uh mr roger Giggs, how are you my friend you
0: good yeah yeah it's good mate yeah good like i said just uh I've lost my connection to my. I was cleaning, cleaning, and um, I've not put it back. It's the connection from my keyboard, so yeah, I'm on my phone again. So I need to sort
1: it out. Yeah, I'm on my phone this evening for a change. Um, yeah. So there we go. Oh. Got all, all these posh cameras, and we're on our phone. Back to
0: basics. Oh. Back to how we started. Boom. That's it, mate. That's it, mate. Um, look,
1: there's loads to discuss. It's going to be an in and out show. Uh, I'm doing another show straight after this with uh, journalist Darren Whitcock, where we're going to be talking. Uh, EFL transfers, Cardiff City transfers specifically. But until then, let's uh, let's focus on jumping around a few subjects a bit higher up the uh, the league pyramid and whatnot. Uh, as always, we like to do a little uh, charity league update. We're doing, obviously, we've got the Super 6 and the, uh, the Fantasy League. There was no Fantasy League this week because of the FA Cup. But uh, well done to Ryu, who came top of the league this week with 16 points, only just beating Andrew Costley because of his golden goal prediction. In terms of myself and Rodri, Rodri's uh, he's dropped the ball a little bit this week, only scored six points, which takes him 213 points, just four points ahead of me as I got 10 points this weekend. So we are neck and neck. I'm hundred nine. he's 213. We are both positioned to make a late run for the title at the end of the season. But the next round is 3 p.m. Saturday. And to make it even better, mate, the Super Six have selected Cardiff versus Leeds for the uh, in one oh, of the games,
0: yeah. I'm just Indeed. uh, I'm just, just checking something one minute. Uh, because we skipped over it pretty quickly, and you're only 20 points from the bottom of the FPL, you know that, don't you? 20, oh, I do the FPL is not the important one, it's like second, yeah, yeah, yeah. it? 20 points from uh, being a bottom feeder. Carry on,
1: second, well, I not, not interesting, second, I'm not I'm on the well. top, yeah, the
0: top one. It's the
1: one that I win every year, beat you into oblivion every single year. But it's the chart we make and that's the main thing. That is see, the main let me, thing. Let
0: me see how far I am. Oh, I'll see it.
1: A bit. Come on. Yeah. Find some more excuses. Come on. Come on. Come on. you are better than that. Own oh, oh, no. You lost to the better man two seasons in a row. Okay. I can see you. Look. I'm on nine. I'm nearly on a I'm thousand points. I'm nearly on a thousand points. You're on
0: 827. You were yeah, but on you about a month ago. You know yeah, what I not but... you
1: Every That's week, knowledge. you go in. That's
0: knowledge. Every
1: week, looking. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, knowledge. what it players.
0: is. You probably don't you watch spend... the You're watching EFL, are you? I'm watching it. I'm, I'm on the ground, yeah. I
1: watch real football, mate. Uh, I'm you know? on the ground, mate. Come on. I, w- I watch real football. Not these prima donnas like Jaden Sancho. Yeah, yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful you can, link. You
0: can, you can celebrate a goal without freaking... Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> is it offside by six yeah. inches? <laughs> no is his arm offside or whatever. But, like, look, that is a beautiful segue, as always, because, you know, we're professionals. And um, Jaden Sancho made left the old uh, your club, Manchester United. First question, before we kind of get into the, the nest and bolt of it and if it's a good move and what it think. Do you think he ever play for United again? Say Ineos decides Ten Hag is not the man for the for them at the end of the season. Is there a way back for Jaden Sancho? Yes. Yeah.
0: Sancho, if he plays well. Yeah, of course. So you can go to Borussia Dortmund now, light it up, uh, Ten Hag gets a sack in the summer, new manager comes in, yeah, we'll have him, come bring him back and it's a fresh, fresh lay. We've seen it time and time again. Um, but we'll see what happens. It could go either way, he could have, go there and be rubbish because he's been rubbish for us but it's a different platform now, it might, it might suit him and get his confidence back up and then see where we go.
1: Yeah, look, I think in terms of, like, a few different sides here, I think in terms of his career, it was important he got out somewhere in January and started playing football again. I think it makes a lot of sense to go back to Dortmund somewhere where he had his best form. And I think what people sometimes forget, where he's been not great for United, and obviously people have got their own opinions on what he's done recently. Like, when he came to United, people were genuinely excited. United fans were genuinely excited because his... His stats, his goals, his assists were up there with the very best in the world. He was the closest in terms of um, stats and ability and stuff to, to like some Messi and Ronaldo. You know. For that. And it wasn't just one season, it was over a couple of seasons. And it was sort of him, Hugh Bellingham, a couple of others who were like the next big things. And some of them, you know, obviously Bellingham in particular has gone on and looks like he's going to really live up to the hype and, and achieve certain things. Unfortunately, as it stands at the moment, Sancho probably hasn't done that. But I also think that there's an element to United maybe didn't do their homework on Sancho in terms of a couple of sides of it. First and foremost, um, there was evidence that he had some issues with being on time and missing things, meetings, training, turning up late, stuff like that. So United as a club should have done their homework and known that already. Like Dortmund had things in place, like there was someone allocated in the team who would wake him up and make sure he got there on time. Personally, I think it's ludicrous that you get getting paid hundreds of thousands of pounds a week and you can't be on time. But regardless, they had things in place. And then the second part of it is I think United thought they were getting an out and out, you know, electric winner, winger who can beat a man, put a cross in, and, and he had these brilliant assist stats and goals. And But if you actually look at the assists and the goals he was getting, a lot of it was kind of intricate play around the edge of the box with, the, you know, one-twos, little reverse passes, stuff like that. Quite almost like an inside left or right rather than an out-and-out winger. And I'm not sure that's what United kind of thought they were getting, but I don't know. Where do you stand on him, uh, well, just the overall situation, I guess, and some of the points I, I, I just I made. Watched,
0: watching him. I think he, he would do everything right until the last bit, and then he would mm. just bottle out and pass it. He just lost his bottle, um, and that's all I could say about him because he'd get in the right position and stuff, but instead of like taking a guy on and, and trying to commit someone, he'd pass it all the time, so it got pretty frustrating because you just like, go on, go on. All the wingers I've seen, you get one on one, that's what you want, yeah. Especially in, in the last third, so but um, yeah, it was uh, obviously, it was a confidence issue, and, and it's 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 not gone well for him. But he needed obviously an arm around the shoulder, he got that at first, and then obviously, it, it's been that it's been through in his face by you know, continuing to be late, poor attitude, bad training. Called him a liar in public and then That's... called him a liar and then yeah and so his attitude's not been great um his, his actions after it's not been great where he's been what he's been doing and where he's been going and stuff so put on his instagram not, not 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 too bright as kids but you know when you're getting paid 350 grand a week in a five-year contract some players just go i'll do, <laughs> I'll do what i want
1: yeah it's, it's an interesting one isn't it like Players seem to when their contracts are starting to come up. Players start to um, they find their form, shall we say, and then they get the contract, and maybe that form dips. Like what United, so I just just in that right in Rashford's case, obviously got a whopping big contract on the back of a great season last year, his best season, so he deserved that contract. But if United, what United probably should have done if they were a bit cleverer and is when he was having a bad season the season before and he had two seasons left on his contract is to approach him and say listen we believe in you here's a contract like that like five year contract we believe in you we know you're gonna you know you're gonna hit the ground running we know you're gonna get it right and then they probably would have saved themselves about 150 grand a week in contract fees I think yeah. sometimes United are not proactive enough with their contracts there you know you look at like Pogba left on a free you look at the way De Gea went. It was like willy-wonky all the time. Even Martial, mate. The Martial thing is an absolute shambles. So there was all these reports earlier this week. That- yeah,
0: that's no, it's, not, it's no surprise that, is it? It's been shambles. That's why Jim Radcliffe's come in and took over them decision-making because it's been poor over the last few years, for several years. And just decision after decision, been poor. So... That, hopefully we'll see a change in that But that's where that comes from, from the top
1: Yeah, yeah I agree And I think as well, there's um, an element Of United as some of the highest paid You know, highest pay Payers in the league in terms of the Players' wages and stuff But they're not getting the output from those Players that should, because in most leagues If you go around the world Generally speaking, the teams with The highest wage bills and who spend The most That'll kind of be the league. You know, those teams will be at the top. The ones who spend the least will be down the bottom. Generally speaking, there's always exceptions to the rule. But with United, they pay out the most in wages or certainly up there in wages. But they're not getting the output from the players. And I think they almost, they put themselves into a corner in the Woodward era where they were, you know, when they signed Sanchez and Di Maria and these people. But because they didn't have Champions League, they had to overpay in wages when you bring those players in it brings the whole team's wages up doesn't it because then the next time you know if you've got i don't know say S- sanchez is in the in the group and he's on 300 400 grand a week or whatever he was on and then i don't know rashford or whoever their contract comes up and they're like well you know i've been playing better than him or i my stats are better than him i want an extra you know 150 grand in this contract so they they cause problems for themselves i think with this new regime, regime, I think it looks like they're looking to put things right. What do you think of like the Sancho versus Ten Hag element of it? Because the way I look at it is, Ten Hag did everything he could to try and help him, like get his head right, gave him like six months off in the season, or oh, I don't know if it was six months, but gave him months off in the middle of a season when he, you know, he was needed in that squad. And it does feel, I think you just used the phrase, he threw it back in his face. And I feel like if if I was 10 hard, that's how I would feel because not many managers would give a player, you know, several months off mid season to go and get their head straight and train. and, And he obviously sorted out the people to train with. And then to come back one, not, you know, sharp and motivated and, and hit the ground running i think was the first sign that maybe it wasn't going to go right but then also like when you look at when he when ten hag criticized him in that post arsenal game he basically just said his attitude wasn't right he said the same thing about Ganacho. he said you know he dropped rashford for being late from a meeting he st- said it to, about other players and all those other players reacted in the way that you'd expect a professional to react sancho threw his toys out the pram called the manager a liar and hasn't played since. Whereas United have been crying out for Sancho on the right. You know, right hand side has been a problem because Anthony's been rubbish. Um, Rashford hasn't been in the best of form. I mean, now it looks like Ganacho's settling into that right hand side. But Sancho, if he hadn't thrown his toys out the pram out that after the Arsenal game, he would have been starting certainly for a few games, and he, he had, would have had a big chance to to show what he's about. And his attitude's gotten away from me.
0: Yeah, he's he's, he's got he got a poor attitude, and yeah, we've seen that. And he is where he is. So, but you've got you've got to back the manager. We've seen if these players have, have got numerous managers sat. So where where does it stop? Where does it stop? Yeah. You know, give this give this blog enough time. These people, new people might come in and, and, and review it at the end of the season and think, no, not for me, because. Uh, that could be an argument, or debate in itself. You know, the, the way of play, how our Manchester United play, and what's the structure, what's the philosophy. Because we don't see it. Well, man, come coming straight away, and you see it straight away. Where, but then you could go back to fall to, Well, he's had like 15 major injuries, players along the season, and long-term injuries. So he's got, he's got an argument there as well. So uh, it's, it's a difficult one, but I would stick with him. And
1: uh, we'll just see where it takes. See where it's up. Yeah, we've got to break the title mate. I said a couple of weeks ago. When I got time to manage uh, for the, for the hierarchy of the United, um, whether it, to you're it, or mate, when you're moving about, it's going. Can't <laughs> no, no. keep still
0: you talk or whatever you're doing. Come
1: on, it's super still. it's not going to move around now. No, he's. It's, um, it's like. So I think I said a couple of weeks back. Like it's time for United. To do what you, what you just said, back to manager, say to these players, look, if you're not on board with this manager for the next couple of years, then on your bike. It's about the club and what's best for the club. We believe he's the guy for us and let him take them forward and get rid of anyone who's not on board because it's for too long that it feels like the players have had too much power. You look at this Martial thing, it's ludicrous at the moment. He's got six months left in his contract. He was going to, it looked like he was going to Turkey and on loan and then going to sign but obviously he's out of contract in the summer so the turkish side were asking for his contract to be extended automatically which united have the option for it didn't make any sense to me the player would like to keep his options open and go for free in the summer united can activate his contract if they want to but it seems you know this very clear they don't want him he hasn't been picked recently um like where would you just get rid of... Any way you could with Martial, or would you extend his oh, contract yeah, for yeah, a year?
0: Yeah, I already got rid of him a long time ago. A long time ago. He's the main to getting a hit. Get him out of my club.
1: Mm. Would you wouldn't he's extend fraud, his contract to try and get he's, money for him?
0: He's a fraud. He's fraud. You can't have him like that. It's one of these. Is like, yeah, but he's a good player. But yeah, but for what? Four months of a year? Not even that. Yeah, exactly. It made me
1: laugh. Apparently, his uh, his agent said he wants to get into... He's hoping to get into the French Euro squad in the summer. And I was like, how? Like, how right. does he think he's going to... Jesus Christ. Like, he's not even in the squad at the moment because he's out of The only way is, he's going
0: to do that is if he gets off.
1: Yeah, he's got to go somewhere and score goals, hasn't he? But, I mean, he went on loan to Seville, didn't he, and did nothing. So... Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: So, yeah. Um, just lastly on this... Um, just saw their recent comment said uh, although I don't think ten Hag should have gone public, it did needed to be uh, it needed to be sorted behind doors so um i read a few pieces around the time, and it said that Sancho being late and his attitude had been brought up to him privately by the coaches by some senior players, so it was you know they did try to deal with it behind closed doors and I think to be honest with you mate I, I think ten, 10 after the Arsenal game, someone asked him about it. He was annoyed about the Arsenal game anyway, and I think he just had enough. And he just went, you know what? No, he didn't get selected because his attitude is not right in training. Maybe with hindsight, looking back, Ten Hag would say, oh yeah, I should have just, you know, gave like a generic answer. But if he had said he was injured or he was ill, Sancho would have put a statement out saying I wasn't injured or I wasn't ill. So, you know, he couldn't win either way. Sancho should have just kept his mouth shut Coming to training on the Monday, had a good attitude, and he would have started the next game. End of conversation for me. Like that's it. Like you know, like his attitude is what's got in the way for him, in my opinion. Um, moving away from United, made Eric Dyer has left Spurs to go on loan to Bayern Munich. Are you surprised by that move?
0: Who?
1: Eric Dyer from uh, Spurs? No, no, in-
0: not not necessarily. No, he's an England international. And he's played at high level, um thinking he'd be more capable to play in that league more
1: capable. yeah, I think the pace of that league will probably suit him a bit better than the Premier League actually because I think sometimes he gets found out for pace um and I think absolutely I could see it working. I wonder if Harry Kane had any say in that move mate I got to yeah, be honest I'm sure,
0: I'm sure he did
1: they I'm sure they at least asked him about you know what is he was he like what his attitude like Tottenham made a couple of good signings made this week. They've signed, uh, they obviously they moved Eric Dyer out. They've got that um, Romanian defender in and from Genoa.
0: as well. Yeah, so yeah, be, yeah, Timo
1: Werner moved on DJ Spence as well on loan uh, going to Genoa. I think that's a good move for that DJ Spence. He's a good young player. hasn't got much chance. hasn't had much chance at Tottenham. So I like to see these young footballers going out on loan or going to you know. Having confidence in themselves, go and play in a foreign country, go and play in a different league, and it's worked out quite well for a few. You know, look at Tammy Abraham's and it; he went out to Italy. Um, Chris Smalling has been doing a good job in uh, the Italian league. Um, Ampadu, the Welsh lad, went out didn't he, to Germany. Yeah. So there's, uh, I I'd, I'd like to see these young players. You know, if they're not getting game time at these Premier League clubs, go and play, and you know. Trust yourself, believe in your ability, and go and try yourself yeah, okay. at, you know, Spain, Germany.
0: Okay.
1: Um, do you reckon? Do you do you think United bring anyone in? Because I saw that um, Hannibal might be going to uh, somewhere in Spain. I can't remember where it was though, but um, Seville it might have been. Um, but United are going to retain a buyback option, so they retain a bit of control over his sort of future because they they rate him highly. But like, I was, when I read that, I was like, well, they don't rate him that highly because they keep picking Scott McTominay in front of him. Would you be disappointed to see Hamel, uh Hannibal leave?
0: Yeah, because you're not really getting these players, they must feel aggrieved because they don't get a real good run. Uh, and for them to do that when they come in and need to really, really have a good game, he's done okay, but not not really, you know. So it's difficult to to, to analyze, but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a difficult one. But he, he's young;
1: he needs to play on it. So yeah, he, um he's uh, he's played eleven games this year, and I think um what's interesting with him is I was listening to um who was it? I one of the action United players talking about the academy, and they said in the academy games in the under twenty threes, like Hannibal is a very gifted technical footballer but for some reason when he's played this year he's kind of been like that cut and thunder you know really intense aggressive pressing and you haven't really seen the technical side of his game whereas when I and then when I hear that I think well why on earth hasn't he been given an opportunity in that where mccomney has been playing like if he's technically very good but he's also got the legs and the Grashing, I think it's one of the, one
0: of the things. You know, if, if you're doing well, you can you can you can sprinkle them in every now and again, and 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 put them in, in better situations. When your back's against the wall, and you're not playing very well, and you're a young lad, and you come in, you know, you want to do is work hard for your team and and get stuck in. So you're, that's where you've probably not seen the 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 football side yeah. of him and the skill. I think it'd be a bigger that you can show, but. You know, he, like I say, he's willing, he gets about the pitch well, and if he's got good quality then, you know, but we've not really seen that. But like I say, it's been difficult for him because he's come in a struggling side, he have been beat 14, be a, 15 times this season.
1: Yeah, it'd be a big ask as well to play him and Manu, like two what, 18, 19-year-olds, yeah, exactly. it's a big ask, so, isn't it?
0: This is what I'm saying, if they're flying high and you know, top of the league or you are doing well, you can put him in with a Casemiro and a Bruno or Casemiro and an Ericsson or you know, you can you can dip him in and put him in better situations, but you know, the, the, the team's all over the place. He's coming into a struggling team, so it's gonna be difficult yeah.
1: for yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, Rob says he can't wait for Leverkusen to win the German league and Kane and Dyer go trophy less again.
0: <laughs> it would fun. be
1: brutal wouldn't it if Harry Kane went to Bayern Munich and they didn't win the, the German league yeah, for got the first time in got
0: beating his final in the first week didn't he because he played in that and he got beat yeah. I, just,
1: I, did, I tell you what uh, Javi Alonso um, you know sometimes being a quality footballer doesn't always um, translate to being a good manager but uh, Javi Alonso is really um Growing his reputation as a manager, like he's doing things at the moment which no one else has been able to do, even Klopp. Like at the moment, Leverkusen are top by five points or four points, and and they're playing incredibly. They haven't lost a game all season, Leverkusen. And I just think it would be remarkable if they are able to, to win that German league. They've got a great squad of young, like really quality young players, but a little bit of experience. Like sprinkled in, which I think you like granite Xhaka's in there, and you know, a couple of others with that experience at international level, alongside then some of the best young players. In the, You know, do you know who else is in that squad in their squad, mate? Tim fosu Mensa, remember him from uh, oh, right. United's Academy? He's in yeah. there. We switched he always quick,
0: very, yeah. very quick. And he was he was a good player, just a bit raw, but obviously, you know, he's matured and. Yeah, he's doing
1: well. good. yeah, I think um, one of the one of the United managers fancied him, and they gave him a few games. It might have been um, Van Gaal. I think. I think it was Mourinho. It have you
0: know.
1: Mourinho. He, uh, could have been uh, one of them. Gave him a few games, and then I'm sure he went out on loan to like Reading. I think my memory serves, and didn't do too great. But sometimes these players, they just need the right move, this
0: to the right saying club, a, a move and a good run in the team. Because it's, it? it's difficult when you're not been playing. You come in and you, you try to perform, but you're not up to speed. It's Difficult. It's Very difficult. So, it's, um, it's sink or swim.
1: Yeah, he went to Palace. He went to Fulham on loan. Went back to United and then moved to Leverkusen. Um, and he seems to be doing pretty well. well. He had a bad Palace knee in. He
0: was at Palace, one. Yeah. Mm. But
1: he seems to be doing quite well, mate. At um, at Leverkusen, a Labour Cousin, made 23 of was
0: very, very quick, uh, just a bit raw, but obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's refined them skills. And and uh, uh, so an
1: interesting, uh, yeah, sorry, mate, um, uh, interesting one. Um, Rob says, uh, Jordan Henderson wants to leave Saudi, obviously, which is quite funny, um, simply because he's. Even though he's getting paid hundreds of thousands of pound a, a week, he still wants to get out of there. Probably got fed up of playing in front of twenty people. But um, that would be an interesting move to Lever- uh, to Leverkusen, give him a bit of experience in the midfield, and you know just to see him over the line in the title race. He's obviously won a Premier League title, being that Henderson is someone who's been in that you know the the running where you go into the title. And only did it once, but he still did it. Um, around those young players. You need those guys, don't you, who've been there and won trophies.
0: Yeah. Um, it's... Um, I forgot what he asked me. <laughs> okay.
1: No, I just said would, uh, if Jordan Henderson was to go to ladies oh, right. season...
0: yeah, yeah. No, but I I find it hard how he's going to be able to leave there because of the wages he's on if he's done unreported, the wages that he's on. I don't see anyone uh, else in the Premier League Premier League team bringing him back.
1: Yeah, but I... It I both, definitely...
0: but, but, but for Bayern Leverkusen, it would be a brilliant signing for him. And that might yeah, it's, it's... be the sign that send them, sends him them over, the, over the line because he, he's a very good midf- midfielder for that level. He's experienced, he's won things. So, yeah, it would be a very good signing for him, but I don't see it.
1: Uh, so apparently Jordan Henderson is on six hundred and ninety-two thousand pounds a week. Yeah. The,
0: the German that is
1: back. a wage, mate, isn't it? That that is a wage. You, you're nearly looking
0: um, at three million
1: looking at three million a month. Well well, on that note, Cristiano Ronaldo and Karim Benzema are on three point three and three point four million per week, respectively. It's just out. Look, like, I know, I know these players get paid a ridiculous amount of money, but three million plus a week to play football is outrageous. Good luck to him. Yeah, crack mate, crack on. Like if you can get paid that much money, crack on. That's what I say. But it is just un-unreal. You're um,
0: he talking three figures. Uh, it, I mean, uh, you're talking eight figures a uh a year. So Good dog. Good dog
1: Crazy mate But like You know I think Ronaldo Will probably be The first Billionaire footballer he? In terms of Just earning In his career Because he's going to earn What Like Fucking He's going to earn A hefty amount Just from his time In Saudi Let alone You know All the money he's earned through Throughout his career um, And like I say Good luck to him I, I see people Criticising these players For going out And playing in Saudi as if they would turn down that amount of money to go and play football in a different country. You know, it's, um, I just find it strange, like, jealousy probably a little bit as well. Um, I find it ironic though, like you look at the names, like Benzema and Koulibaly and and, um, Neves and and Ronaldo and, and all these guys gone and then Jordan Henderson. Just doesn't, he's like a different tier of player. But again, Good luck to him. You say Can't that mate, he's,
0: won, he's won, you know, he's won Champions Leagues, one Premier League. So you know, you say that, but he has got some stature in the game. He's played he's England. He's been in the World Cup semi-finals, Euro finals. So you know, he's got a good pedigree there.
1: I yeah, he's won trophies definitely. Um, He's won trophies. You're right then. Oh, like, yeah, he's you know, England is last
0: He can still get about, so he will do. He do a vet and plus for in we're talking about Eric Dyer doing a good job. You know, so what, why couldn't Jordan Anderson? Eric Dyer is 29. How old is Jordan Anderson? Do you know what of your head? I, I so he's four years older. So you no know, modern day. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think most most players now can play sort of so. 36, 37, and still yeah, he's uh, keep the, up, can't they?
0: He's, he's, that experience as well, mate. That experience is invaluable. So
1: well yeah, I, I was looking at it from a point of view of um, like that Leverkusen squad, they got some really good young footballers, but you need some some players in there who've been have uh, been around the block and and, and real done it, you know. Yeah. Um it's interesting, mate. Interesting. I just noticed um Carl Robinson has been charged by the FA. Uh, already for um, in charge of Salford, he got a red card 14 minutes into his first game as manager. Um, do you know what happened? I I, I just saw it now, like as we were I was
0: watching it as well, you know, but I, I, I don't remember it, so I don't remember it happening.
1: 14 minutes into the first half, um, he got sent off apparently for improper conduct on the touchline. <laughs> And yeah, he'll be a fine... he the
0: football or something when he was there throwing a... Yeah, so... Yeah.
1: Not the star you would have wanted. I think he'll... <laughs> no.
0: I think he'll do, do a good job there. Do that right, right... Do that favour. Do that right here. Pull it out. Mm. Pull it out. Yeah. This one? Or this one? That's the one that's making the noise. This one? No, it's the other this before. one? Yeah, that one, yeah. That's sweet. we yeah, go on. Um...
1: FA Cup last weekend, mate. uh, Any any sort of people, any performances stick out for you? Obviously, United beat Wigan was a bit of a a straightforward victory. But uh, any of the other results sort of stick out
0: for you? It was a boring game, though. It should have been like five or six, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, finishing was was poor. I thought they, you know, they played pretty well and whatnot, but you know, you should be beating uh, a a League One side, really. I thought it was interesting that he played pretty much his strongest team available.
0: Um, yeah, I thought that was you know, no He couldn't, couldn't afford no mistakes there, mate. He couldn't afford no mistakes there. It's only 20 minutes down the road. So, yeah, they played for yeah. eight or nine days. So, yeah, it was... Uh, well, it's, it's not going to be... you know League one side, so it's not going to be too strenuous, you would have thought. But, uh, yeah, they made hard work of it. Yeah, with no... Um, with no uh,
1: European football. They've got you know they've got a week between the Wigan and the Tottenham game now, and, and you know it kind of I can understand it. I think they'll probably re- you know rotate it a little bit against. Um, they got Newport or uh, Eastleigh, haven't they, in the next round? Um, I might see if I can get a ticket for the Newport game. You know, just uh, I know someone down there, might just pop down, take my boy down with me. To the, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, mate. Well, Newport, as well. yeah, mate. Yeah, Newport,
1: innit? a big, uh, love to Newport, mate. See them, uh, see them. Well, they got a Newport got to beat East first. So. Um, in the FA Cup, though, mate. Obviously, Man City straightforward victory versus Heatherfield, five nil. Um, Leeds through Wrexham field is an interesting one. Um, West Brom, Liverpool comfortably beat Arsenal, mate. Arsenal now lost. Uh, how many on the bank? Three.
0: Yeah, three on the bounce and who's he got They the need speaker. to put a stop for that, did not they? Had it? Arsenal
1: need to put a stop for that quick shot, that little run. They don't want to carry on.
0: Because then you, always it's have, you, always have, you always have a bad little run in the season. It's good to get out of the way now. That's what you'd be, you'd be saying to him. You know, We've had a bad little run now. Let's get this out of the way and finish strong. So You, you would hope that that, that that would be the message and, and I'm sure it is but um, yeah, they'll turn it down, they're good players, but it is a problem from scoring goals.
1: Yeah. yeah, they need to get a striker. I know they were linked with um, Ivan Tony quite heavily. I don't know if they're going to try and get him in in January, but I think they need a striker to, to really um, work on that. Interestingly, um, Arsenal got Palace at home on Saturday lunchtime. Palace is a tricky one, they you never quite know how they're going to turn up. Sometimes they turn up and they look like a real football team and then other times they just kind of go through the motions and don't look great. But Arsenal can't afford to slip up again on Saturday because then I think their season could be in danger of spiralling a little bit because they've lost three of the last five They've lost three on the bounce now, including the FA Cup game.
0: Still in the hunt, aren't they? I don't think it is, you know, teams are taking points. Five points.
1: Yeah, they're five points behind Liverpool, but they're in fourth. But what has happened is teams in fifth and sixth have got a bit closer. So Tottenham are just a point behind Arsenal. West Ham are only five, six points behind. And then you've got Brighton and United who are nine points behind. Like, that Top four could be very different this year by the end of the season, you know. You could have Villa in there, you could have Tottenham in there, West Ham up there. It's very interesting how it's going to progress, mate. i got to say. um, right, just uh, as we sort of look to wrap up, mate, can you um, when you speak, put it up on your screen, anything because I can't put it up on mine.
0: Your, your sound is proper, irritating. <laughs>
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yeah, that's miles better. Go on.
1: Yeah, yeah. can you... Um, are you able to get the Super 6 up on your screen? If not, I get it on mine. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: go on. Go on. I, I do it on my phone normally, and I, obviously I'm filming on it, so I can't log into it.
0: <clears throat> no, go on. So, Cardiff Leeds is first
1: one. Uh, I'm going to go with a... One or one or one all game there. I think uh, Cardiff will turn up, be solid. What have you got?
0: Well, Cardiff, you're a bottle job. You.
1: It's just realistic, isn't
0: it? Wow, well, well, Cardiff. No, just below the playoffs, playing a playoff team, and you sit on the fence.
1: I've got no str- I Didn't sit on the fence. I gave you an exact prediction. What a ball, ball
0: Go on. West Brom, Blackburn.
1: What did you say for Cardiff Leeds?
0: 3-1. The Bluebirds. To
1: Cardiff. Go on, son. Who um, was it? West Brom and who?
0: West Brom and Blackburn.
1: I'll go 2-1 West Brom.
0: I'm going to go 1-0 West Brom. Ipswich, Sunderland.
1: Ooh. Um. I think I'll go Ipswich,
0: 3, Sunderland, 2. 2-1, two, Ipswich. Newcastle, Manchester City. At Newcastle.
1: Ooh. Um, I think I'll go with a 2-1,
0: Newcastle victory there, 2 1. Newcastle victory, yeah. No, no, 3 1. Yeah. See. Everton against Villa.
1: Oh, that's an interesting one, indeed. Um, is
0: it is it high Everton? Is it that goodison Park?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with two-one Villa there.
0: I'm gonna go two-one Everton. Difficult place to go nice. there, and uh, they've got the tail. Yeah, yeah. The last one is Manchester United against Spurs. Now this is this is renowned for a lot of goals. Yeah.
1: yeah, I am.
0: Um, so, this is this is goals, goals, goals. It's not gonna be a nil-nil. Which goal means
1: it's de- Yeah, which means it's definitely gonna be nil-nil. It's at
0: United, isn't it? Um, oh yeah it is at that, is that United sorry so I thought it was at Spurs and there's more goals usually at Spurs but at United yeah at United. Uh,
1: so I will go with um, I'm going to go with 3-2 two, 2 see I've got a feeling United are going to pinch it but like my head says that Spurs will guess something I like It'll be 3-2 Spurs or something like that. But... Where you going with? It's going to be 3-2. The Spurs? No, it's just going to be 3-2. No, I think... Um, i got well, a feeling United... Well,
0: I've gone 4-2, so there we go.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be 3-2 United. But um, I think it's going to be... It could go either way. Like uh, i just got a feeling United might pinch it at home. There yeah, we go. So, um, they're all love
0: in. So you need to look at your team, to change your team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't be someone associate who's a bottom feed like that. Come on,
1: <laughs> I I haven't even looked at it. Mate. It's uh, just always like forget, and uh, I have to copy it. I haven't changed
0: nah, no yet.
1: excuses, mate. I'll I'll have a look at it. I, much I much promise. I'll have a look. Go
0: on, it takes two minutes, three minutes, but yeah,
1: I'm a busy point. man.
0: Mate. But, uh, come on, very busy man. You know. You've got, like, head, you've got people like James Madison and Casemiro playing. Yeah, you know, I probably, like, probably have. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: I haven't looked at it. Right, I'll have a look at it. I'll have a look at it tonight You'll when, a, when I when I go low, my, uh...
0: transfer. You have low, You should have like ten transfers. You can change the whole team if you want.
1: Yeah, i have a, I'll have a look tonight when I have my cup of tea before I go to bed. I'll sit down and I will go yeah. through it. See if I can have a better week what do this you have, week.
0: What do, you have, uh, do you have do you do you have a, do you just have a cup of tea or do you have like a bourbon biscuit with it or a custard cream?
1: Um, funny oh, enough, I uh, I like those I have those uh, those lotus biscoff biscuits at the moment, which oh, my missus bought my for god. me.
0: Oh my god, my which son is quite boy. nice. I had some bought them the other day. No, not for me. No, nice. No. I'm I'm old school classic Ned. bourbon custard, custard cream. cream. Yeah, like a malted milk chocolate one.
1: Yes, Hello. nice, nice mate. Nice. I tell you what is nice biscuit, which I tried the other day, is um a white chocolate digestive. That was wicked. I
0: enjoyed that a lot. No. Like that. Beautiful. Well, I like my I like dark chocolate digestive me, so
1: Oof Dark chocolate, quiet taste that is. Do you like um do you like marmite? No. It's the worst thing that's ever been created food wise awful. I don't know how anyone can eat it. So Absolutely yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, Right, guys, we'll be back next week for Roger Giggs on Football. Um, Tomorrow morning, i got a Cardiff City versus Leeds preview, which will be on. And I've also, straight away now, well, give me five, ten minutes to have a, a quick cigarette. And then uh, I'll be back with Darren Whitcup to discuss all the latest transfers uh in the EFL and, and specifically Cardiff City. Uh to round off the evening. But uh, as don't always make do well, don't, don't
0: put the phones on.
1: on. I won't. I'm gonna oh, I'm open. I can sort the camera out right no, now.
0: It's but... Shit. I can't believe I put up with them for 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> now, you're a patient, you're a patient man. What can you say? Yeah,
0: yeah. It kept on going in and out, and then it's that static. It was like, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: Right, nice one, mate. It's always a pleasure. I'll uh, I'll speak to you on the weekend. Some good UFC coming up as well on the weekend, so uh, yep. yeah, yeah, have a yeah. a
0: look
1: at that as well. Is it,
0: uh, is it Strickland? Uh, isn't
1: it Johnny Walker <laughs> and uh All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. when's when Strickland and Do when's that one? Uh, so look. Uh, so Saturday is Walker and Ankelov. And then Strickland and Duplessis is soon, isn't it? I think it might even be next week. I'm not sure. Let's look. Strickland, Uh It's 21st of January in well, a couple of weeks. Um, I mean, That's going to be an absolute banger. They hate each other, don't they? So, um, um, always good yeah, when there's a bit, yeah. of, bit of needle, oh, makes
0: That's what we like. What?
1: Bit of needle. That's what we like. Is uh, because it just makes it entertaining, doesn't it? Um, Right, mate. Always a pleasure. I'll uh, I'll see you in a bit.
0: Sports social podcast network.